Welcome to the My Essential Birth Podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Stephanie. And we're professional doulas, childbirth educators, and the creators of My Essential Birth, the holistic, empowering online childbirth education course helping mothers everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. So join us each week as we share tips and advice for all things pregnancy, birth, and beyond. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to get new content. And head over to www.myessentialbirth.com for more information about our birth course and to join a community of mamas just like you. Before we get started, we would like to invite you to leave a review for this podcast in iTunes. It's a brand new show, and it's really important in the launch of a new podcast to gather reviews. Will you please help us spread the word by leaving a review so that more mamas have a chance of finding this podcast when they search for one? We read every single review, and we promise to keep doing that. We love what everyone, all of you ladies, have been saying about the Pregnancy and Birth Made Easy podcast here with My Essential Birth. So thank you, everyone, for your continued support. This week's review is from M. Heaton, and it says, give this a listen. These ladies are amazing, and they bring such amazing and valuable information to women preparing for their birth. I'm a doula, and I love it. I'll be suggesting this podcast to all of my clients, and I can't wait to hear more of what these wonderful ladies have to offer. Aw, big fat thank you to you. Um, I love, we have several doulas that listen to us, and I know that, I mean, we're doulas, obviously, so we love talking about this stuff, and I know I love listening to other podcasts that include information on this so I love that you're here listening with us thanks so I'm just gonna say it Hollywood has contributed to women having crappy birth experiences boys who grew up to become birth partners and fathers and girls who grew up to become birthing mothers they get a lot of their notions about what birth is like from what they see on TV and if nobody is talking about birth in their home or if the only stories that they're hearing at home about birth are kind of like the traumatic ones, Mm -hmm. then the truths that they internalize about birth are far from the beautiful reality of what birth can and should be. Yeah, I think it's interesting that you bring this up because birth used to happen in the home. Mm -hmm. Like it used to happen at home with all of the family, with all the children, with the father, with the midwife, with all these women. And now because it happens in a hospital, we don't have anything to go off of except for that. And so, like, for us and for the birth course, something that was really important for us to put in there was really good birthing videos. Mm. And um, I know that I just eat them up when I'm pregnant. And so, obviously, there are better places to get this information, but you're 110% right. Hollywood gets it wrong. They do. Well, and it's only been in the last 50 to 60 years that we even let the men back into the birthing room. Right, which is such a joke. It is. So where does Hollywood get it wrong? I feel like the first notion they give is that pregnancy is always miserable. And I'm not saying that you're not uncomfortable or that you do have some, but like the entire time, no, there's things that you're going to enjoy about pregnancy. And I also don't like that they, like that becoming pregnant is, it's a problem to be dealt with. Right. Yeah. Like the ones that you had put, like knocked up, right? Yeah. I actually super enjoyed that movie, but (laughs) for inappropriate reasons, I guess. Anyways, but you're right. Like she, cause she was like a news reporter or whatever. And it was like an issue. Like all of it was an issue. The fact that she like just met this guy, which would be an issue, but yeah. Having children interrupts your life. Being pregnant is like a burden. I don't like that. Cause I don't feel that way. Right. Number two. The father is always clueless. <laughs> I hate mentioning this, and it's gonna. I feel like it's going to age me a little bit, but the Cosby show. I know we can't talk about Bill Cosby anymore. <laughs> I know he's like 
you know, I'm, we might get some haters because of that. I don't even know what you're referring to. You see, because you're younger than me. I'm not but that younger. Whatever. Anyway, on the Cosby show, like one of Bill Cosby's daughters is pregnant and they're having a baby and her husband's like just this fumbling buffoon, like, oh, what? It's time to go? Like, you know, he's just totally clueless and Nate gets more annoyed about that than I do because he's like that's <laughs> that's disempowering to the men you know that's and I kind of joked like well <laughs> uh, I've seen I feel like I've I've been doula for men who were clueless you know what I mean I don't know they shouldn't be though right they don't have to You're, be. no I I love that you said always so for number two the father is always clueless so that's where Hollywood gets it I mean, wrong. well, now that I think about it, I had a deal with a client, the guy, have I already talked about this? I don't know. She was in hard labor, like active labor, intense contractions, and he's over on the phone, and he's yeah, trying see? to FaceTime yeah. family members. Honey, honey, look, look what they're, and I'm like, I finally Maybe told Maybe people like, in Hollywood just know these people. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're the writers. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but you guys, it's a myth that the father is always clueless. Yeah. You can have a prepared birth partner. Agreed. All right, this, number three. Birth always begins with either a sudden pop gush of water or that it begins with like level 10 in contractions. Yeah, that's true. You see that a I, lot. I said, though, what about the office? That's true. <laughs> there was a clip from the office that I used to actually show in my birth classes. And it's the one where like Pam is actually going into labor at work and she's like, no, I'm just going to, we got to hang out because of the insurance and everything. And Jim has the birth books and he's like opening them up and he's like, okay, when contractions are four minutes apart, three minutes, whatever. He's like, still like, it's time to, you know, he's having yeah. a moment because he has some information right? anyways. But I felt like theirs was a little, No, I feel like, but most of the time what you see is a pregnant oh, woman totally. walking down a city street and all of a sudden she's like, oh, and yes. she's like grabbing her stomach and the, it's like transition contractions right from the get go. Or they show it as like a giant bucket of water being dumped on the floor. <laughs> like that's not usually how birth begins for most women. Right. The majority of women will begin with contractions that start off. Maybe they're seven minutes apart, 10 minutes apart, but they gradually work down. Yeah. Well, and usually that. in the middle of the night. So yeah, not very Hollywood. Interesting, I think it's like 20% of births begin with your water breaking, but that's not always a pop gush. Sometimes it's right. like, did I just wet my pants? Yeah, and Is even this... if your water breaks, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have contractions right away. Right. So, yeah. Wrong. Wrong, Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> Number four, birth goes from zero to baby being born in a matter of minutes. <laughs> Don't you? It's the kind of the same thing. Walking down the street, they have the contractions. Next thing you know, she's like, Minutes later, she's giving birth Pushing, to a baby in the back baby. of a police car. Or, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know you've seen that. It happens. Number five, that you have to fumble around just trying to get to the hospital. Oh, where's our birth bag? Where's our keys? Oh, I forgot to, you know, put the garage door down. It, no, you can be really organized and prepared. Yeah. Don't have to fumble. Hey, I also have been at births where this is a thing. Well... <laughs> Okay. But I feel like it's more of a panic moment for like the dad, like, oh crap, this is really happening. Particularly with a first baby. I feel yeah. like multiple babies, it's not so much, unless mom has fast labors. But yeah, the majority of people are organized. Like you guys that are listening probably already have your list for what you're going to pack for your bag. Like it's a real thing. It sits by the door. You got stuff. It like it's just it's organized. You don't. There's no reason to rush out of the house. I mean, there is excitement around. Excitement. This is yes, it. Totally. You know, but it's not like it's a, not an we don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Golly. Okay. Number six. 
The woman in labor just screams at everyone around her and is generally angry. Especially angry at the at father. Dad. At dad. Yeah. You did this to me. Yeah. Which, to be fair, is like... Truly, because that's how I had, it was totally like, because that's what I had seen in Hollywood with our first baby. I was like gripping Michael's hand and like, I was kind of excited for that drama. I can be a little dramatic, but I was kind of excited for that part of it. And it really, it didn't need to be like that. But I, like I'm thinking of Knocked Up, she's like yelling at the doctor, yelling at everybody, yelling at him. And I'm not saying I have never, in all my doula births, I have never been at a birth that was completely noiseless. You do oh, make totally. noise during birth, and you should. It can be a release, but it's not screaming and yelling at every. In fact, you reach a point during birth where, especially if you're doing it unmedicated, you don't want to be talking at all during contractions. Yeah, you're not yelling at you're people. Not you're not yelling coherent words yeah. at people. You're focused. and so. I mean, there are always those few that are cussing and whatever, and those are fun. But it is more Hollywood for sure. But again, like, are they doing that? Because that's what they grew up seeing. Oh, maybe. I didn't even think Which about came that. first? It's like a chicken and egg problem. Do we need to get into that? No. Although No, I did... mean, like, do we need to have... Chicken egg's been on my mind. <laughs> seems like a topic for another time. <laughs> Although, if we're I mean, talking... it seems like it would have to be the chicken first. I don't know. But where did it come from? <laughs> right? <laughs> Whatever. So, all right, number seven, that birth only happens in the back of a car or in a hospital. I don't think I've ever seen, I'm trying to think, a TV or a movie, like anything, where birth was done at home, like planned at home. I wonder or if planned like out of hospital. Little House on the Prairie. Because didn't they, wasn't she always like, get me my warm rags? Do you remember? Warm towels. Warm towels, yeah. <laughs> That's like that gone makes with it the wind. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Sorry. Little House on the Prairie. Well, but I mean, other I than know. that, I'm trying I, to think. Yeah. If you guys, you'll have to DM us. Can you think of any TV show or, or movie where they've done a planned out of hospital birth? I can't think of one. I can't either. I'd be curious to know if somebody does. Maybe know, if though. it was like a outside of the United States setting, like mm. Africa, like UK office. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Number eight, that you give birth on your back with your legs in stirrups. Uh, this, okay, this does happen. Unfortunately, and a lot of the time. Right, but this isn't how it should happen, and this isn't, I don't feel like it's as common. Okay, so here's the thing with that, because a lot of the times in Hollywood, when she's leaned back and her legs are in stirrups, she's also screaming. Yeah. Which always trips me out, because I'm like... If your legs are in stirrup and you're pushing, it's probably because you have an epidural. So why are you screaming? You know what I mean? Ooh, yeah. Like, it doesn't match. Yeah, get that right, Hollywood. <laughs> you got it wrong. Um, number nine, that birth is all pain. That There's no breaks, no relaxation, just nonstop pain. And that completely goes against the natural, normal ebb and flow of birth. What's cool about birth is that you do get breaks in between contractions. And there are periods of rest and it thank goodness it's not like that right um that there can and should be relaxation intentional relaxation during that so um don't like that they portray it that way number 10 that you give birth to a (laughs) two-month-old it's rare that we actually get to see 
like a real newborn baby that yeah. mom's holding on to. After. Most of the time, I Nate and I will laugh. We'll be watching something. And we're like, that's a three-month-old yeah. covered in goop. Thank goodness that you know that. Okay, for first-time moms, like your baby is not that big on the way out. No, but if you're seeing that on TV or in a movie, that might freak you out a little yeah. bit. Like, oh my gosh, that thing is like more than half the length of my torso. <laughs> what the crap, you know? How's totally. that going to happen? And lastly, where Hollywood gets it wrong, number 11, is that birth is frantic and something to be endured. It totally removes how sacred and joyful and peaceful and bonding for mom and dad that this experience often is for mothers and their partners when they are prepared. And I I seriously cringe. All these things that we've talked about, when I know that a birth scene is coming up, I'm like, there's a knot in my stomach. I'm like, clenching my bum cheeks. I'm like, no, (laughs) don't put this out there. Please don't make any more people, women especially, think that this is what birth is supposed to look like. All right, so why? Why do they do that? Why do they put this out into the world? Um, My husband studied film for undergrad and we were talking about it as I was preparing, you know, we were preparing this outline and he was like, well, I can tell you why. It's because film students are taught you have to have some kind of point of tension or conflict in the movie. People don't want to watch a show about something going right 100% of the time, right? He's like, in fact, there's a tell. If you ever have like the main character on a TV show or the protagonist or whatever, say, this is what the plan is. And they say it out loud. You can expect that it won't go according to the plan they just said. And that's why we see so many elements of drama or danger or pain during Hollywood birth scenes. Um, We watched A Quiet Place And, you know, the premise of the movie is that there's like this alien invasion of these things that are, they'll like eat you up basically if you make any noise and she's pregnant and trying to give birth in a bathtub trying not to make any noise. Like that was so suspenseful. I can't even, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's dangerous to give birth and they they like to dramatize. Okay. I kind of fought this a little bit because I was like, but how much do we and every other pregnant woman love watching actual birth videos? Like, there's no drama in that. Like, we want to watch the good ones that are not – there's no drama. And we love watching – like, there was one lady that I watched, like – as I was pregnant, she had had her baby and she was editing her her videos and putting them up just as soon as she could get them edited. Like while I was get, like, getting ready to give birth to my baby and it was a home birth. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like I was like on edge waiting for every single video. And it was of her being calm and working through contractions. But and don't like, you think we crave that because it's so different from what the world teaches that birth should be like? Yeah, totally. Um, and we want that, right? We don't want what the world is. Right. No, I'd rather have the peaceful calm than the... Okay, I have to ask you because... Alien. I alien. Like, you're talking about quiet. I don't think I could be quiet. And it made me think, like, before we got on, I had a couple thoughts. So oh, no. <laughs> one of them had to do... Okay, so, like, one, one thing that you hear... I don't feel like I can say this now. One thing that you hear is, like, if you're noisy during intercourse, like it's likely you're you can gonna just say sex. Okay, sex. You're gonna. You, it's likely you're gonna have those noises during right during birth. Okay, so let's put this. And I also wondered if Courtney was like, "Are you loud on roller coasters?" So you're asking me I'm for all to hear. Am I noisy during sex and roller coasters? That's. I feel like that'll lay a foundation I'm, for it. I'm not. It's not from lack of enjoyment on either. <laughs> 
on either thing, I do tend to be a little bit quieter and I am a little bit quieter during birth. I do a lot of the sighing, the like, oh. And I was you asking know? you, so is do that you make you, that same that, sound during? Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're getting into. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. Okay, so that's like a heads up. Like, I feel like. Do you? Okay, now okay, I want to fine, know. Flip fine, fine. I'm loud, okay? I just on like. On roller coasters? On both. Okay. I, on both. <laughs> And so but are you I, loud during birth? Okay, so, like, my big thing is, yeah, oh, I'm totally loud during birth. Like, I'm, I'm quiet at the beginning. Interesting. But I think, like, what I was telling you, like, at least with roller coasters, it makes it more fun and less scary for me to be loud. And so I feel like... <laughs> Not the wow. scary part. I love but where like this dur- is going. <laughs> During birth, I feel like it's the same. Like if I like it's that expanded. energy, you know, mm-hmm. like if I can get that energy out, it like it. I don't know. It was it was a positive thing for me. Well, there's a research topic that somebody can pick up. So I want you guys to think of how you are on roller coasters and during your intimate times, and then messages. <laughs> yeah, and were you like that during birth? Were you sort of? Oh, I'm gonna include that. Okay. When this week's topic is about Hollywood birth, look for the story to to vote on your poll. Are you loud during these things? I'm going to do my own research. Yes. That's it. Write it down. It's happening. All right. So let's get back on track here. Sorry. That's okay. It was a good off track. <laughs> but back on track. So they're saying, you know, we've got to have an element of tension, drama, danger, right? And if you make a plan, Hollywood is saying things won't go according to plan. But I feel like the reality is that you can make a plan and have it go right. And I feel like this is closer to the norm, right? Yeah. In fact, I feel like you're more likely to get what you want if you're saying it out loud and regularly, um, particularly if you're talking to the people that are going to be close to you during birth during that time. So we aren't saying that things are always going to go exactly according to plan for you. Um, I think most women have a couple curveballs that are thrown their way during birth, but hopefully you've prepared and you know how to handle those when they come. But I mean, generally, I know birth isn't a common event for each individual woman, but birth in general, I mean, it happens every day, hundreds of thousands of times a day, right? And it's not fraught with all the pain and tension and drama that Hollywood often gives us. Right. I think whatever expectations you have about birth, though, going into that space is likely what you're kind of going to fulfill. Um, we say that a lot, like what you think about, you bring about. So if all you're thinking is when this begins, like I'm going to be screaming and there's going to be tension and there's going to be, be drama, my yeah, then that's what you're going to bring into it. And me as a drama filled 23 year old that's what I brought into my birth space and it was fun for me like I I enjoyed the like acting part of it it wasn't fun when it was like a 36 hour labor and it ended with a cesarean birth but I didn't know any better and truthfully when I started learning about things that really mattered um, what I really wanted when I could envision that birth then it became this beautiful unfolding in my mind instead. Yeah, so be careful what you put in your mind. Be careful, really even analyze how do I expect birth to go? Because a lot of times that's what manifests itself. So what can we do about all this? What's the antidote for what Hollywood is putting out there about birth in TV and film? And I feel like the first thing that we can do is to understand that you have the power to shape the next generation. Um, You have the power to shape how your own children view birth. You can be both realistic, birth isn't noiseless, (laughs) but also positive, right? And I feel like along the same lines, happily answer their questions that they have on an age-appropriate level. So if you're a five-year-old, if you're pregnant, your five-year-old wants to know where babies came from, you do not need to get into the full 
you know, talk with them right then and there. You can just say um, that, you know, dad and I made this baby and it's growing in my tub. If it leads to more questions, great. But sometimes I think that we're expecting them to need a lengthy, detailed answer. And sometimes they're okay with just a simple answer. Yeah. And I, and I feel just like you said, like if they ask more questions or you can tell they're more inquisitive, I think children can also handle more than we expect them to be able yeah. to handle. I have one child that's very inquisitive and we have totally had that talk and questions come up again. And I feel like he's somebody who needs to know more information, but I have other children who they're just not there yet. And that's okay yeah. too. But I think just like you said, like being open and prepared to answer Happily questions. Happily answer the yeah, questions. Makes a difference. Give them a little answer. And then if they press you for more, keep going, but don't feel like you have to you know, give them everything all at once. I feel like that'd be a good topic for another time. Yeah, like how we talk to our kids about this stuff, particularly if they're young or or if they plan to be in the birth space. I, like, what right. do they really need to know? What do they need to be prepared? Well, for? my daughter, she's almost. My daughter's almost seven. She asked me the other day because obviously we watch a lot of birth videos. In fact, that's one thing we hear from our students in the My Essential Birth courses. Oh my gosh, the videos you guys pick make <laughs> me cry every time. They're beautiful. And she asked me because we were watching a video where the mom was, um, you know, making some noise during birth. She's like, does it hurt? And I thought, this is a good question. Yeah. And I want to give her an honest answer, but a positive answer. And I was like, um, it can be really intense. I worked really hard to bring each of you here. But you know what? I had dad by my side. And um, there's things that you can learn to do to help make it more comfortable. She was totally satisfied with that mm. answer. If she had pressed me, I would have gone into more detail. But that worked for her. Yeah. And don't you feel like, even for us adults, that like some of the most challenging things, whether they challenge you physically, mentally, emotionally, those things in life are the most rewarding. Absolutely. Too. For sure. So something else that you can do is to watch positive birth videos. And there are tons of them on YouTube. Um, Natasha Hance out of Dallas has a beautiful channel. I know that we include several within our course that we say, hey, go watch these videos because they're so mm -hmm. good. But I think watching the normality of it and how it can be done well makes a huge difference. Um, I This is kind of like an off-topic thing. but So animals in the animal kingdom, hang out with me just for a second, um, they learn to give birth and breast feed and take care of their babies from each other and I know like many years back and not too many years back but there were do you remember this where there were like orangutans or monkeys or something that was birthed in captivity and then they but the mothers the mothers had never seen another mother breastfeed another mm. female monkey breastfeed and so what they ended up doing because they weren't feeding their babies they didn't know what to do was they asked members of the Lecce League, of the local Lecce League, to come and sit in and breastfeed in front of the windows. And those monkeys watched and they started breastfeeding their babies. Aww. So there is something very important about um, watching other women do this in a positive light so that, that we can see it, we can trust it. I'll tell you, I'm sure you feel this way, but being in that sacred birth space and being there over and over and over again, not only are you in awe of women and the female body and how babies get here, but you really start to trust and enjoy and love and appreciate the process. So there's mm -hmm. really something to be said about watching positive birth videos. When I know women too, when I've gone through doula interviews, um, some of them have expressed that I just want someone there who's seen and done this and been there yeah, before. <laughs> There's power in that. Yeah. Though. There's power in knowing that you are part of a collective whole that knows how to birth your baby. Totally.
And we'll link to um, maybe a couple of our favorite YouTube birth channels for you guys to go watch some really uplifting and powerful videos. So check the show notes for that. Um, okay, another way that you can combat everything that you see in Hollywood is to take a birth course. So you actually understand what happens during birth and how to prepare for it. And I think it just shouldn't be the moms. I think it needs to be the partners as well because they're part of this equation and their mindset can contribute or it can detract as well. So I feel like this is good information for them to have so that, you know, if your children are having conversations with dad about birth or whatever, they can answer um, in a positive, real way. Yeah. And along with that, uh, we talked about birth videos, but being mindful of the birth stories that you absorb. Um, I know in our culture here in the United States, the norm for us is to tell all of the craziness of it, the hardest parts, the things that weren't so great, right? I wonder where we get that from. (laughs) So, um, but But keep in mind that everything that you're taking in is kind of becoming a part of you. And so I I think it's really important. You've mentioned a couple ways to be able to do this before, but even mentioning to people, is this going to be a good story? Because I'm really trying to keep my space positive here. But there's also power in that. Just like there's Mm -hmm. power in watching birth videos, there's power in hearing powerful women birth their babies. So um, it's important to have that as a part of what you're hearing. Well, and I don't think we're never trying to paint birth as an always rainbows and butterflies kind of experience. We understand that there's challenges and and some women are given really um, intense challenges during birth as well. But I think as you, if you, if you're watching something, if you're reading through those birth stories, try and kind of figure out what do I think the underlying message here is going to be. Um, is this mom just trying to seek validation and healing? Um, is the end message going to be to caution you to be more prepared so that you can think about now how you would handle a similar situation? Like, you know, just really trying to get to the bottom of what's the message here. Yeah. And it makes a difference too, if you know what kind of birth you're desiring. If you want an unmedicated birth, you're going to want to seek out moms who have had an unmedicated experience. If you want to have a really good experience with an epidural, maybe you want to seek out moms who had a really great experience having an epidural. So know your vision. And lastly, share your story. The world, women, we need more positive stories. We need more pictures painted for us of what birth can be like and is like. And so the more that you share, even if it's just an Instagram post or um, some picture that you put out there, it matters. I promise it has an impact for good. If you have loved this topic, if you were kind of thinking of, oh my gosh, I remember this movie where that happened, just like they said, and you want to kind of deep dive into the topic a little further, um, there's a documentary out there. It's not very well known. It's called Laboring Under an Illusion, and we'll link to that in the show notes. You can watch it. It's kind of fun. We've really enjoyed talking about all of this fun stuff with you guys. If we have things that we missed that came to your mind as you were listening, make sure to shoot us an email or a DM and we'll get it up this week. All right, mamas, we will be back with more tips and advice soon. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe so that you get notifications first about new episodes. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for more information on the birth course and to join our online community serving pregnant mamas just like you. 